legendary dugout. You too late. It's Benny, aka Brioche Benny. <laughs> I got my bro Mo with me. Um, we got Martel Marty who is currently absent. Do better, nigga. Um, <laughs> we got my bro Q Cold Blooded on the boards, the Silver Surfer, and we have a special guest in the dugout today. The best damn barbecue spot in St. Louis. I can say that because I had it. We got Greg and Erica, owners of Fourth City Barbecue. Clap it up for me. <laughs> Legendary dugout. I like cool. I said, I've had that and everybody else. <laughs> yeah, that is that, that is a there fact. Like yeah. that, that was when Greg came out, and I was I was ordering, and I seen your mustache. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I'm about to eat some transcend <laughs> transcendent barbecue. He's I'm like, this is a man who means fucking business. Like, that's, that's appealing what I thought. I'm like, oh, he means business. This motherfucker is a scientist. Like, yeah. You know, we're not supposed to judge people by their looks, but I knew I was about to get my itch scratched. Yeah, like, like, like I told you, like, I'm going to be the first to congratulate you. I've never, ever, ever begged to be invited to a white person's cookout. <laughs> like, ever in my life, bro. Like, I, I've never... I, like, oh, no, you guys got it. You like, Don't invite me to shit. I will. Like, I'm, I'm a pee. I'm right. Yeah. Like, I got my mom, I got my dad, my uncles. Like, I think I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? You guys are have a good time without me. No. That's high praise. We're honored. Yeah, that's... that's it, it, it was the... What did, what did I eat first? It was the... Um, you got the sausages. sausages first. Yeah. And I think I I did. We, still, we, we were just biting them hoes. Right, know. everything on the table. Was just... The only thing we knew was when we knew the jalapeno cheddar because it had cheese in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was the only yeah. one because we couldn't decipher it at first. I was like. For sure. I, so we was, I was eating the Red Hot uh, Ripley one first. And I was just like, yo, like, it doesn't need the mustard or none of this. Like, and then when I put the mustard, it's just a game changer. It exploded, like, yeah. I was like, yo, this is <laughs> insane. Mustard itself. Yeah, that was my favorite that sauce. That was your favorite sauce? Yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. out of all, like, all three of them was good. What was the white one? The white one is an Alabama white sauce. And okay. so that's, yeah, like, typical to, like... Alabama and like the south and they'll use that with like poultry like chicken mm -hmm. and so they'll do like half chickens and it's like a really thin sauce and they'll dip the entire or drizzle but yeah. they'll like dip it and just douse the entire half chicken yep. and it kind of like peels and like runs off of it okay then it was the house sauce yeah that that oh, when I had that with the brisket yeah. mm -hmm. that that was like it, it like it had the right amount of fat on the brisket exactly like, like and I it, <laughs> I wasn't expecting the brisket to be that juicy. Like, I'm, no disrespect. No, anymore, no, of course. Like, like, I usually have, like, it's kind of tough. It's dry. It's yeah, dry. Like, yeah. if uh, you said you had a lot of, like, the barbecue in town. And, mm -hmm. like, I mean, I always say that we got the best brisket in the city. And, like, it's just, like, you know, it takes 12 hours to make a brisket. And, like, you got to make sure that, like, you rendered it completely. You know mm. what I mean? If it's tough, it's undercooked like you know what I mean mm. it didn't like get that collagen and fat to break down and like so many folks like they just want to phone it in you know like just give a little extra love 
Make sure it gets that 12 hours time. And then, like, frankly, like, it's after you pull it off the smoker. Like, you got to pay attention. You just took 12 hours to make this baby, you know what I mean? You're going to burn it at the end? Like, and so it's like, I mean, I'll hold mine for 12 hours then in, like, a temperature and humidity-controlled environment, like, dialed down to a single degree, a single humidity percentage. I mean, like, because, like, then I can know exactly what's happening. And, like, it's a 24-hour process, but then Mm. that's why it's so tender, you know what I mean? So, like, I feel like that fat is, like, you know, this whole thing is, like, fat. Like, if you ain't going to render it, like, I don't really like eating just chunks of fat. You no, know what I right. mean? Like, yeah. it's, like, the rendered aspect that's so good. But, yeah, I mean, appreciate it. Like, I really feel like if everybody just took that little extra time on it, it's like, yeah. it would get there. But it, it looks good, and it tastes better. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, that's I see perfect, a lot of brisket, perfect. like, they be like, oh, look at it cut, you know what I'm saying? I got this bark yeah. on it, and be like... What does it taste like? Like, yeah, that's you know, the most important part. And, like, is it... I, I need both. So, I, like, you rarely get both. It's either got a great texture, you need sauce, you need, you gotta sauce yep. it up. Presentation's good, but the taste is awful. It's the opposite. It yeah. tastes good. Presentation's kind of, like, strange. Like, it's... You know how, like, like with Koreans and chicken? Right. Whereas, like, I've, I've given it to Koreans. Like, you... Y'all motherfuckers own chicken. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's just like dog. Like Agreed. I thought, I thought we own chicken. Like the black community thought it was us. Like no, they, they are like MJ in the finals, six for six. <laughs> like I, I've never had bad Korean chicken. When I see Koreans in the kitchen, like oh, tucking the napkin. I'm not saying shit. I'm not saying Go. nothing. Like white dudes and grilling. The older I got, the more I understood it. I was just like, you, y'all just have it down to a fucking... You, you, you've heard all the jokes no, in your life. No, of course, yeah. Where you'd be like, y'all don't season <laughs> shit and yep, stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you it's heard it. It's true in a lot of it's cases. mostly <laughs> you're right, frankly. Yeah, that's why. Like, <laughs> but, but grilling, like, the moment I see a white man on grill, I'm like, okay, we're good. Like, you know, like, <laughs> he, 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 he doesn't just have the $5,000 grill. He knows what he's fucking doing. Like, I'm gonna let him do him and not judge. You know what I'm saying? For like, sure. And you you, you just, judge the plate. Right. And yeah. you just prove that, like, well, you just broke down, like, the process of the brisket. Yeah. Like, a lot of people don't know that. Um, I, like, at all. Yeah. That's my thing. Like, I mean, barbecue for me is, like, it's just, I do it because it makes people happy. And, like, mm. I just want to make people happy with something that I create. Like, that's just kind of my whole path and my purpose. And so, like, getting that reaction is everything. Like, this conversation is just, like, the gratification of the entire thing. But it's like, you know, like, just like anything, like, you got to it only gives back what you put into it. And so, like, if I don't put everything into it, I can only get so much back. And so, like, that's just, it's that's the gratification for me is just, like, hearing everybody talk about how happy it made them, like, makes me happy, and now we're all just on the same page. And it's probably a better world for it. I mean... I think brisket's hard to do, too, you know? Like, I always tell people when you go to a barbecue place, like, try the brisket because... Mm. Tell you everything. Pulled yeah. pork, like, good pulled pork is good, Bad pulled pork is still okay, but, Mm. like, good brisket versus bad brisket, it's a huge difference. Bad brisket Mm. is, like, not worth your time and money and calories and energy, you know? Like, but good brisket is, like, really something special. Yeah. Yeah. But, cute. like, you had brisket at your wedding, right? If you remember. I think I mean because I know it was a second round of food that came around. It it was brisket. It was decent. It was thinly sliced. Yeah, it, it was decent. Nice. But that's when I was like, that was... 
I I think I wasn't eating brisket often at yeah. that time. So when I had it, I was just like, okay, I know this is nice. Like, but I need the I need more. Yeah. To kind of like uh-huh. see like yeah. t- what to compare it to. Exactly. It's all about like what you know, like what do you have to compare it to? And I feel like that's why this brisket like feels so good. Like if you go to Texas, like my brisket is like a dime a dozen. Like it would barely rank, you know what I mean? And I feel like it's just something that like St. Louis has maybe been just a little bit slow to, you know, like in terms of or, or, consider it Texas because you know we ex- pork up here. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is pork country, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's beef country. And yep. like yep. we literally have a rack of a cut of ribs named after us. Saint Saint- ribs. Exactly. Saint- and it's pork, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like that's what we know, but like I mean, just because it's it's cuz it's not what we know doesn't mean there's not room for it and mm. I feel like that's why the brisket hits so hard is because like you don't have a lot of uh, just like exemplary examples to like bump against. And, People like, aren't expecting it. It's mm-hmm. unexpected. Yeah. I mean, like I, I've personally love giving away like all of our secrets. Like I want to write like a cookbook with every single recipe down to the T in it because like one, it's part of like that sharing aspect, that making happy. If you eat that, you made that food. Now you're double happy because you made it and you ate it. But like, there's also the aspect of like. You can't make it the way we do. I mean, like... <laughs> you can't have the Krabby Patty formula. Right. It's, almost, it's almost like I dare you to make it as good. Like, I'll give you the recipe down to the gram, and, like, I dare you to a make it as good. A lot of the recipes good. are mine, though, and I'm a little bit more okay. secretive. Yeah, okay. it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. We are pretty... It's true. I do, all the meat is mine. I got, like, one sauce, one side, and then literally, like, every other recipe is her recipe. Like nice. So, it really is, like, a team thing. So, you like, the, thing. the Phil Jackson yes. right now, like... Uh, She's Rick Rubin in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Quincy Jones. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. You out here making Thriller. You know? Thriller Ribs. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Rick Rubin too. Yeah. yeah. That's fire. Yeah. That's fire. I, I like Rick Rubin. Do, do you ever do burnt ends? See, it's a good question. So, like, since we go that Texas route, okay. we take that. You, I think it was, you said that you liked, like, the fatty part yeah. of the brisket. Yeah. And so I'll do that thick slice on it okay. because that's okay. kind of how they do it in yeah, Texas. Uh, I really like burnt ends as well. Uh, but it's not something that we've put on the menu yet because, like, the brisket is, like, two different muscles. And I could, like, nerd yeah. out about the anatomy of it. But, like, it kind of leaves me in a tough position of, like, do I separate those two like and then mm. you're just getting sliced but and, like I agree that like fatty is better and like a lot of people like the big slices of the fatty yeah. so it's something that we've considered I've certainly made them in the past and like people okay. love them so they're gonna go fast, they're gonna go fast. Yeah. I think we might do like a special on it some yeah. one day because like Ooh. that'll be like boom boom bring them in mm. send them out kind of thing yep. Yep. yeah do, y- do y'all have drinks I didn't. No, no. Like the we kind of leave that on the bar. It's a good like symbiotic relationship. Like they have um, the alcohol, the non-alcoholic drinks, like the mocktails. They got sodas and seltzers and stuff. And uh, it's kind of nice on us because we don't have to stock that inventory. You know mm. what I mean? But I, I think y'all should collab and come up with a punch. Oh shit! Like it gotta be red though. Damn. Okay. Like, it gotta be red. And it can be an alcoholic one or a non-alcoholic one. I like that. It, to Erica, go with the barbecue? I, I, okay. didn't know you, okay. I didn't know you were the wizard. <laughs> yeah, so you can come up with a, <laughs> you can come up with a recipe like, for we, it. We like smoky drinks. Well, we have like yeah. a yeah. Yeah. Like margarita or yeah, like, oh, like something like that. Oh, like mezcal or something yeah. maybe? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Was you can have an alcoholic one, a non-alcoholic one, but just make it red. 
That's a good idea. Right. Yeah, and the bartender at the bar, Gianna, she's like kind of like an industry staple around here. She's been a lot of places and like she's known by a lot of people and she would be super down to like get in on that because I mean like I can make the food, she can make the size, but Gianna's got like that touch with the with the like cocktail balance I think everything. that's what was missing. I need I, I just needed that that signature yep. drink that's y'all. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it's yeah. like that that I, nice I mean, red punch. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Like Yeah. yeah. Something that just like ties it all together. Yeah, I can't have big ass juicy cornbread without punch. <laughs> like I was like, yeah, I That's need. That. I, I I had a nice little yeah. uh, Tito's and uh, lemonade yeah. that they made. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Kool Aid. Yeah, Kool Aid. Yeah. Yeah. Cool that, that basically like that. Oh dang. Okay. That's not and a. I that, mean, I like th- I think that'll mesh well with what y'all are doing. Yeah, we got room for that. Like we we're definitely like growing and expanding, and so like when we find ourselves in a position to serve drinks, that's a that's a good idea to kind of just like. Just one, just one drink. No, don't, don't have to make three of them. I like, well, I like, I mean, just that's how it starts, you know? Yeah. Just once, see what it does. It's going to yeah. do numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, you did mention you're trying other things that you're trying to bring to the menu, too. You don't have to share all of them. No, no, no. But which one are you, like, kind of adamant on? Like, yo, I got to try this and get this out to the people. Like, uh... Our special spot is, like, the rotating spot, and so we use that to kind of try new things and stuff. Like, we got a few things that, were like, we've been really, like, trying to get out. We've been making this. Erica has this recipe for Cincinnati chili, and it's, like, I mean, if you know it, like, it's, but if not, it's, like, kind of like your standard chili recipe, but then it's got, like, uh, cinnamon and, like, allspice and, like, cocoa powder. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Cinnamon is the fucking secret weapon in chili. It is. Like, I, when I, I made chili three weeks ago, and when I, I had the recipe, and I saw, I saw cinnamon on it. I'm like, huh, cinnamon? Yeah, what? Like, like you know, like everything else was normal to me, and but I was bougie. I was being weird, so I used like filet mignon yeah. to make it like the chili and shit. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yo, I got, I got paid. I'm like, all right, let me let me splurge. Yeah. And so when I saw cinnamon, I'm like, Ugh. I was kind of iffy on it. Totally. But then when I put it in there, and when I, I'm like letting it cook. I was like, oh, I'm like, all right. I, when I smelled it, I was like, all right. I know it's gonna taste a hundred times better when I taste it. Yep. And that's exactly what happened. I was like, what the fuck? I never knew cinnamon and chili. It's mind blowing. I mean, if you think about it, it, it makes sense. Like chili is like a warming soup. It's something you want on like a cold day, mm-hmm. and like those warming spices, like cinnamon and allspice, like oatmeal. Yeah, yeah. like it's yeah. just it kind of goes together. Like it's just like warms you up from the inside. See, I got so much to learn. That's why I, I love this <laughs> Indian, India, like India street food cooking. Mm-hmm. And they yes, use, they will use a fucking absurd amount of spices in their shit. Yep, mm-hmm. and. You always hear like uh, turmeric, cumin, cinnamon, allspice. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all curry that right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They just jam it. It's like mm-hmm. it, it, it's a family, you know. Yeah, it blends well, and like so, like we do that, and we've just been serving it as chili. It's been going really well. Like I love it because like like the cinnamon, the allspice, like the cocoa powder, like these are like spices that typically go with like sweet flavors. Yeah. Like you think of like that warming spice with something sweet, but this chili is like just the ultimate savory thing. And like that juxtaposition between like the sweetness and the savory, like that is my favorite flavor. Like when you just have like a balance of something or when your brain is telling you one thing and it's actually something else, like that's just like an experience.
genius. And it just adds right. this level of complexity that, like, you would typically never taste. Like, and so we do genius. stuff like that. And, like, in Cincinnati, the way that they serve that is called, like, a five-way or whatever, where mm-hmm. it's, like, over spaghetti or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, you know, being St. Louis, like, we want to, like, kind of give it the St. Louis spin. So we want to serve it over, like, muscacholi, which is, like, <laughs> you know, quintessential St. Louis and, like, something like that. And so, like, we got, like, ideas like that in the hopper to, like, really get that special spot going. I've got, like, some, like, I like to, like, cure meats and stuff. So, like, the sausages, okay. like, not necessarily, like, salami because, like, it's a whole different curing process. You need, like, mm-hmm. a, a chamber to, like, dry it at a certain temperature for, like, you months on it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You, exactly. But, like, things like bacon and sausages and ham, like, I like mess with stuff like pastrami. that pastrami like dude mm. we got this thing on Basically the menu like brine, meat season, it's just, br- just like salt yeah. and it's, like butcher paper exactly <laughs> and you can do it like a wet brine or a dry brine where you can yeah. just like put the salt and sugar on there and let it go or you can put it in liquid and like i got a pastrami recipe that's really good and Ooh, fucking fire yeah. like we've been trying to like find some good Ooh. specials for it we did one one time on a bagel with like i fermented some sauerkraut made like a kind of thousand island cream cheese super good but i I took that whole brine recipe and I was like, like what a if? Ruben on the bait? Essentially, it was it was, it was a mm. Reuben, yeah. We we called it the Ruby actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. But but you said corned beef, um, pastrami. But yeah, corned beef. Exactly, and like, the only difference yeah, between yeah. corned beef and pastrami is the smoked aspect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then we, I was, I had this slab of pork belly, and I was like, what would happen if I dropped that in? So I dropped this pork belly into this brine, the same pastrami brine, and then I smoke it like a brisket, like all the way to the end, nice and loose and rendered. <sighs> Yo, that is the craziest thing I've ever tasted. It's one of like, our top specials. Uh, pork belly. Pork yeah. belly pastrami. It's one of what? my favorite cuts of meat. Yep, and so it's like pink. It looks like bacon. It's got mm-hmm. this like pastrami flavor. I'll put it on the flat top, and I'll just like render it and get it nice and crispy and then send it out. And so like that has been a crowd favorite. And so like we're trying to find ways to use that. We're going to be actually at the Tower Grove Farmer's Market uh, starting this April down in the city for like April through November with a booth doing barbecue breakfast sandwiches. And so like this, the, we're going to use a pork belly pastrami is like it's going to be like bread, cheese, kind of like McDonald's, like egg kind of thing. And then like r- brisket or the ham or the pork belly pastrami or like we make homemade bacon. So like kind of you were asking about like where we're like looking to go with like new things like these are the kind of things we're trying to do trying to like take the things that we already have Mm -hmm. and then like create dishes out of them create sandwiches create things like you know like that like it just like, caused some attention to him. You know, a little gimmicky, but, like, still, like, all like the quality, all the... Ga- yes. <sighs> yes. Stuff like that. Like, Definitely. where it's, like... And, but, like, not even... <laughs> but, like, not, out there. <laughs> but, like, I'll take all my towel... Like, my, my fat that I trim off the brisket, mm-hmm. and, like, I'll render it down, and, like, yo, like, I'm just gonna make some tallow cor- uh, tortillas, and, like, there's your taco. Mm-hmm. So, like, I got all these ideas that, like, we're really hoping to implement once we get, like, kind of more... Uh, just more our feet under us. We're super new still. And, and it's just the two of us at this point. So yeah. there's only so much we can do, but right. we're, we're excited about like growing and, and, and trying more things and, and being able to leave a little bit of a bigger footprint. Yeah. I just want to put this out there. I am very much interested in come. I want to be there when you wake up in the morning and start the fire and load up the smoker yeah. and like the the prep part. I want to see that shit. Yeah, like, we can I, totally I, work I will that. Help. I, 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 yeah. I don't even. I just want to be there and just I and go to work. I go to work right after. I don't think you two understand 
how much this is like, like kids in a candy store for us. <laughs> yeah. Like we again, I got into cooking because of him. Like I seen him the way he was cutting like veggies, and <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I don't cut shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like what the fuck? Like you know what I'm saying? But I just, I was like, yo, and I just, I just kept that in the back of my conscience, like yeah, someday, and then. I I learned how to cook because I couldn't cook something for my child. She wanted spaghetti. I'm like, how the fuck you make spaghetti? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like now I can make that shit from scratch. Like and it's like Italians would be proud of me. Like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like yeah. <laughs> so hearing like all of this is just like wow. Like again, I'm a beginner still in cooking, and 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 we're just talking about barbecue. Yeah. Like barbecue only. Like I mean, I seen my I, I I'm decent. I'm good. I'm it's edible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's edible, but it's like, I, I I was focusing on trying to get the smoke down. Yeah. Like, how to, how to, not to get shit taste like fucking fluid and shit like exactly. that. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. that, that I, I learned that first. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I learned, I learned that first. And, funny story, I was walking back to, like, my place, and, is my neighbor downstairs, he was barbecuing. Mind you, it was snowing. So, it was just like, we talked about this at the spot. We was like, yo, barbecue is a year-round thing for us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's a religion. It's, it's, it's no such thing like, oh, it's hot out. Then it's barbecue. No. No, no, no. Below no. zero. Fuck it. Yeah. We out here. That you makes you want to do it more. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. So, barbecue doesn't have a season. It, yeah, yeah. Barbecue is a season. It is a season. <laughs> year-round season. The first year-round season is barbecue. We're declaring <laughs> that right now. So I'm walking to my apartment. I see my neighbor out on his deck barbecuing. And I was like, I respect that motherfucker. Like, I knew I liked him. Yeah. I, I knew Makes you want to go I, talk to him. Yeah, I, I did. He's, he's always like, hello, my friend. Mexican. You know what I'm saying? Like, good guy. Love him. Uh, they, they, he has, like, these huge gatherings of his family oh, all yeah. the time. I don't mind it because I know he's barbecuing. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck about noise. Do it up. Exactly. Like, you know I know you. I can smell it. And it smells um, immaculate. Now, they was playing Eminem. That worried me. Like, <laughs> but, like, I was like, yo, I, I need them evicted. But, like, I was like, yo. Like, this but, is one thing. But I found out it was his son. Like, oh, he doesn't know any better. All right, cool. Like, all right, cool. I was like, why are you playing Lose Yourself on repeat? <laughs> on repeat? <laughs> like, he kept playing it. It's the music. is yes. the moment. Like, hey, going through some. I don't know if it was a <laughs> That's a sign. I don't know if it was a barbecue motor. Motivating song, like or what was going on? He's like, I but he, he kept playing it, and then I remember I was again, I was walking, and he was out. His son was outside, and he was playing. I'm like, oh, it's you! It was you who was playing it. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay but, but no, no harm, Dad. I, I just love like the different, like when you guys mention something like a food, and I'm like, oh my god, I know what that means, and I know how it tastes with yeah. this and this and this. Like I never thought I'd be here. I, I never thought my mentality would get there yet, and it, it's it's shocking to me. I mean, I feel the same way. Like we were talking earlier about like just like being like Food Network sluts and like <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> like we are like I really attribute like a pretty large part of like our path towards just watching people cook on TV, like and just seeing like wow, that's just a person. Or, and that's like, where it started. And that's where it started. And, For me like, too. And, I just like, watch YouTube. Like we're not formally trained. Like I, she's she works like a corporate job. Like I was a financial analyst before this. Like we just like to do it. And like I mean, you, like you said, you can learn anything off the internet. Like right. and even better yet, like than learning it off the internet, you can learn anything by doing it. Like yep. and like that. 
that's like kind of the one thing for me that like helped me fall into it is like I really enjoy the process of doing something on repeat and letting it show me how to do it. Like, oh, like it's so gratifying. It's, it's gratifying. Like, like, gratifying. You don't, you, and it's great because you don't even have to really use your brain that much. Right. Like just start, just let your hands do it. Just let your mind do it. Just like, it's going to like, it's, you're going to mess up. You just have to yep. be okay with the failure. Yep. Once you're okay with the failure, then you can kind of move past it. And then you're going to find the most efficient way to do it. Like probably the fastest, like mm-hmm. just because like, you're just like naturally cutting through all the things that didn't work. And, that's just kind of been my philosophy and like I feel like that tenacity like I feel like it shows in the barbecue frankly like, yeah well I guess it's like a two part question were you guys naturals or did, it, did you guys have to cut your teeth like a lot to to just I mean, with barbecue I've always loved cooking and I think that's kind of where it started with just like enjoying cooking and then I grew up like my dad was really big into grilling mm-hmm. I think pretty much like every night when I was a kid like we would eat a protein for dinner that he made on the grill <laughs> it was like fish or chicken I like, or I like yeah, your pops like, already <laughs> Okay, I see why you joined. No, seriously, seriously. Like when and well, when we got together, like you know, we started dating, and like he just had this little gas grill, and I was like, nah, like let me get you, let me get you a real grill. Oh, she might be cute. she was like, what are you doing, sweetie? Because like that's never really been my thing, but I've really enjoyed like the spoils of it. I've enjoyed eating it, so you know, I kind of just got him that, and like he. He messed around with it a little bit, but, like, you know, when he he goes in on something, he goes, like, all in. And so when he went all in on smoking, like, he went all in and, like, he just, I mean, I won't say... It was, you know, we had to eat a lot of bad brisket to get to the brisket, too, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it definitely is about, like, practice and repetition, but, like, you know, he, he put the work in. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, it it is, like, it came really just from... Nothing but loving cooking, loving eating, and yeah. like wanting to learn how to do it for yourself. Now, the, the, let, let's get into these guava rum ribs. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm saving the best for last. Like, is that sweet and salty? That's, that's what it was. The sweet, the sweet, tangy. Just it, it, it was just. It was the tangy. Like, yeah, I would say he had like all of the like the smoke ring on it. Yeah, it was, it was perfect. Yo, <laughs> and and like you said. It wasn't fall off the bone. I appreciated that you said that so much. I'll go up to a table and they'll be like, "Oh, look at this," and it, and it's like, "Oh shit, I actually overcooked that." <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's not so supposed to fall off the bone. It. I, I took a bite. Oh, this is how I judge it. I take a bite. I'm like, oh, it's not resisting. Yeah. Yes. Oh, there oh, exactly. it is. Exactly. Yeah, that's what exactly. Right, right. Bite off the bone. No. Right off the bone. Yeah, it doesn't supposed. It's, it's not supposed to fall apart. Nope. Yeah, like in nope. my hands. I, I picked it up. The meat stayed. There. It's supposed yeah. to stay there. But yeah, if you I, give I, that I, bone a little jiggle, yeah, just like, you should be able to pull it out. But when you hold it up by the bone, it's gotta stay on it's there. Stay on there. And yeah. I was like, this is amazing. So it, like, if you enter that into like a barbecue competition, it's it's getting it's judged right. Definitely. Like all right, texture on point. It, everything just hit. That, that that was the highlight. Was the ribs? Like I was just like, yo, because I never heard of guava rum on ribs. Nope. I don't nope. even know if I really know what guava tastes like. <laughs> right. Totally. Me I've, I've seen, I've I, heard I swear I did not until I met Erica from South Florida who, like, ate okay. guava. Okay. Guavas, anything. I see guava, like, on a menu, like, a drink or a dessert. Like, I'm all about it. I love guava. And, like, you know, I feel like you see, like, peach bourbon in, like, a lot of, like, barbecue yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a little absolutely. bit more, like, southern. But, like, 
I, yeah, I love, I love like the Caribbean and the Latin American flavors that I grew mm. up with. And so like guava rum was like, just felt more us than, and that's Your really what we're doing. Like we're trying to, we're exactly, we're yeah, trying yes. to cook what we like to eat. Like, yeah. and that's. Yeah. And that's like just our take. Like the meat yeah. is a meat. Like you got kind of got to stick to the basics, but like for right. the sides that she makes up, like we just make, these recipes that we're making are like a lot of the recipes that we've just eaten for like the past like eight to 10 years, just gotcha. like for dinners yeah. and stuff. Like she's a great chef. She makes it for us. And we're like, well, we like to eat this. This yeah. is better than like a potato salad that somebody would <laughs> buy and sell. Like, <laughs> let's go ahead and shoot our shot here. And like, so we, 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 we don't, we're not really trying to be like uh, eclectic or anything. We mm-hmm. just really just want to make food that tastes good. We and if it, it happens to be, to be. Yeah. Like f- familiar enough, like as like a barbecue side, but not like exactly what you would get somewhere else no, or what you're used to. That's true because like a lot of these places, people are like, oh, same menu again. Yeah, yeah. you're like, oh, another another barbecue joint. It's yep. like they have the same makeup concept, meats. So at yep. the same, it's like, all right, I get that there's a range you have to stay in. But, like, we all have to look the same. Like, yeah. same exactly. menu. Like, mac and cheese. And, like, frankly, like, it's one of the reasons that we haven't put mac and cheese on the menu is because mm-hmm. every barbecue place has mac and cheese. And then also, like, lots of places have mac and cheese. And I just think there's some good mac and cheese in St. Louis. And, like, I don't really want to throw a hat in the ring. I, I so, was, like, was, yeah, we honestly, like, 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 you got cheesy potatoes, yeah. macaroni, exactly. Yeah. Like, Where's the mac and cheese? Yeah, it's it's a miss for I a mean, lot of people. I that's, get it. I think that's where it came. Like just like he said, like there's some good mac and cheese here, and I just didn't feel like I could make a better one at this Dude. at this time, at least. You know what I mean? Like, but the cheesy potatoes, like I feel like they stand no, up as they are, fill that gap a little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit of a differentiator. We kind of like that as like an angle to our brand is to kind of differentiate because like we do all wood barbecue, and mm. we are the only ones in St. Louis doing all wood barbecue. You go to Texas. Gas smokers do not exist. Yep, but facts. like here, like every single restaurant is a gas smoker, yeah, which yep. like, I mean, for me, like it's a flavor difference. Like a gas smoker is, I like to describe it as a pilot light with a log sitting over yeah, it. Mm-hmm. Throw some chips. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It'll smolder yeah. for 12 hours. Like, that, and that <laughs> smoldering smoke compared to like a full combustion smoke of like, mm-hmm. I, I used 200 logs over 12 hours not just one and like that smoke difference is like so like we don't realize it but like you ever eat barbecue and like burp up smoke flavor later like that's not good that means that like the chemicals that made up that smoke were just foul they were toxic they were bitter they were acrid they weren't meant for you to eat and so like we try to do food that differentiates us just to kind of point to the fact that like hey we're already different in everybody mm-hmm. and like really it's not to be different we just think that it's it's barbecue in its truest form like I mean well this is a passion project too you know like this isn't what we we haven't always been in the industry like we're yeah. we're new like this is just something we want to we want to do what we want to do and and serve the food that we would like to eat so mm-hmm. And that's what we like to eat. <laughs> yeah. So, like, with the South Florida flavors, just, I mean, like, the mac salad is a Hawaiian dish. Mm-hmm. Like, we lived in Seattle for a few years before this and, like, really fell in love with Hawaiian food. And so, like, we kind of just pull on the things that, like, we enjoy eating. And- I enjoy cooking a lot of Asian flavors. And so, mm. like, we have our bacon fried rice using, like, his bacon. And then, like, it's just kind of like a recipe that I used to make for us 
back when we actually had time to cook for ourselves at home, mm. um, you know, just kind of like clean out the fridge. And then it became like this recipe that we do in the restaurant. And it's, it's super popular now. Yeah. Um, now, can, you order, can, I, can I get an order of bacon at this bar or can I get the whole box to go? You like you order some bacon to go? You mean? No, like I like I didn't. Is that is that an option? We we sell. We have like a cold case where like I. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So like you can buy a pound of like bacon to take home and cook. Okay. Uh, is how we do it because we sell our sausages and our bacon in the cold case, frozen for your at your leisure. Uh, but yeah, we kind of keep the menu like rotating and that's just because it's just the two of us, just so we can keep our arms around it. Like mm. the more that I can control, like. Uh, how much I'm making, like, because so I, I can't guess what you're going to buy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. it allows us to, like, really just keep our margins up and, so like, allows... Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because, like, it's... It, they tell you, but, like, the margins are super tough in, like, the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, we're doing well because it's just the two of us right now. And, like, it was by design to do it that way for sure, but... Uh, yeah, so, like, the bacon we sell, cold, but, I mean, like, we're gonna, we're kind of in expansion mode, like, with the market coming up in April, like, we're definitely looking to, like, find out what people want the most, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. like I said, we're just trying to make people happy with our food, so, like, we'll definitely listen to what, like, the loudest voice in the room is. Have y'all ever done any, uh, barbecue competitions? Nah, and that's a good, good question, but, like, barbecue competition is 100% 100% night and day completely different than the kind of barbecue oh, that we're making. Yeah, and like yeah. the I'm, I'm sorry. No, 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 you. you're totally uh, But like good. with competitions there So you know how we talking about like the ribs not mm-hmm. falling off. That like that's a thing. Like that is a mm-hmm. sin yes. at a competition. Sin. And well, and frankly, like, what I served you would be uh, F in terms of them. Like when you take a bite of a rib in competition barbecue, it's supposed to leave the bite of your mouth. Yeah. Like it's supposed to be like yeah. this oval it's and like no extra rib supposed to come off. With yeah, it. like yeah. It, it's uh, and then the presentation is just and like the presentation everything. Is, oh, it, they don't parsley give a fuck in the taste. bottom. You yeah. you know right? Yeah, like they, like a person can make like let's say you got like a box of like chickens right, mm-hmm. and you you about to barbecue these chickens. They for you to do a good job in a competition, they all have to be like twins. Yeah. Like they all have to look they alike. They cook ten of them, but only they, pick that perfect yes. one. Yes. Yep. So yeah. if the skin's hanging off one, nope, bad. Like they they it has to be like perfect. Everything. Like it's it's kind of like art. It is it's like art. An art show. I, like, and I kind <laughs> of appreciate the aesthetic aspect of it. The part that like rubs me about the competition is that they have flavor requirements, and some mm. of these flavor requirements are sweetness. Yeah. And mm. like St. Louis barbecue is inherently sweet and saucy i grew up eating it i really do like it i'm not knocking it it's just that that's not what barbecue is across the nation it's not what it is across the world really and so like we're just trying to show that like it doesn't have to be sweet Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be saucy it can be sweet and saucy but it doesn't have to be the main flavor so that's why like all the meat y'all got were like the sauce was on the side and like nothing was just drenched in sugar like that mustard sauce you like that was our sweetest sauce Mm -hmm. and so like the honey butter and so we just try to put the sweetness in the right spot to create just like a super balanced bite every time on the, the plate. Hot butter was yeah. uh, that was my first time having there. I was yeah. like, yeah. I, I had to read. I was like, yo, what, this, what is this? Why is it so close to my cornbread? Right. Like, <laughs> it was supposed to be there. It was supposed to be there. Destiny. Yeah. Like eating at Fourth City Barbecue made me wonder how St. Louis is always like number two when we're really the number one. Like, I, I, no, actually. 
do not like Kansas City. I've said this <laughs> off, outside. I've said this off air. It's, I was born and raised to hate everything Kansas City. Do they have good barbecue? Yes, but I don't think it's better than St. Louis. Nah, they just have more locations. Yeah, that's all it is. It's it's, yeah. it's more in abundance in Kansas City. And they have like more gimmicks like the burn ends, you know? That's yeah, like a KC yeah, thing. thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like they get that tied to their name and like that helps, you know? But it's sweet and saucy just like I said, like here and I mean, it really just feels like a mask on the barbecue, you know what I mean? What's the wildest protein you've ever had? Wildest protein I ever had? Man, I mean like I've had like well, I don't know. Your dad gave us some like kangaroo jerky and stuff one time. <laughs> Damn, what? That's wild. I know, that, that, that is pretty wild. It was just jerky, though. It was, so it was I like mean, dry. it's like smoked. Yeah. kangaroo. Like, How does one come across? Across this, <laughs> you know, it was like a jerky store. Or this something. sounds yeah. like some Florida shit. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. I should have said okay. gators. So. I was gonna say yeah, definitely <laughs> had gators. No, it's not. It's not. I mean, that's, a, that's, a, that's on the normal side of wild. Yeah, but yeah. Kangaroo jerky. First of all, kangaroo. Then you jerky it too. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Poor what? T- poor kangaroo. It was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He was pretty lean, that's for sure. <laughs> how, did, how did that taste? It, dude, it was dry. <laughs> 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 oh, we won't, little... <laughs> won't be doing kangaroo anytime. Yeah, no, it, was a, no it was one of those ones you try. No kangaroo briskets coming <laughs> yeah, down the no, pipe. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. No. That's, that's, look, wait, so what, what do you guys like to cook outside of barbecue? Outside of barbecue, like like Erica said, like we really like Asian flavors. Like mm-hmm. I mean, like like a fish sauce kind of thing, like I really anything like, thai like that. Food. I like I feel like Thai food has like the perfect balance of like the the sweet, the spicy, the salty, the umami. It's got the mm, sour, the sour. It's yeah. got like all those flavors. So like I'd say that that's definitely my favorite type of food to cook. Just, I love cooking Thai food. Um, yeah. That's what we that's what we lean for when we cook like for ourselves like that's our comfort food really like okay. you know what I mean like I, mean, I also I'm, like to cook soups yeah Erica especially when it's cold <laughs> I Erica's made, mean I made on tomato the soup. soup yeah that um where it most of the prep came with like roasting tomatoes first mm-hmm. and then I I cheated I blended them afterwards I think you're supposed to do that yeah anyway. yeah strain but, them but um the 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 garlic grilled cheese I made to go with it. That sounds amazing. I, oh my god! You were just saying you're not uh, a good cook. That sounds like really yeah, good. You <laughs> roasting tomatoes and shit. I, I, like, I'm decent. Yeah, uh, yeah like that sounds I, better than decent. Yeah. Like, yeah, because when Modest. I because I, I I haven't had grilled when I was making it. I hadn't had grilled cheese in a minute. Yeah. So I was like, all right, man. Like I don't want no regular because I had the nice bread. So I was like, oh, I can't just do yeah. the normal. Like how can I? I'm a garlic fiend, so I'm like, how can I incorporate garlic into this? All I did was just like mince the garlic, put it in the butter, and just I'm smashing the fuck out of it. Got a fucking four-hour <laughs> workout out of this motherfucker. Like, I'm like, God, my arms hurt. But then I once I put it on the bread and I smelled it, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I've unlocked <laughs> some shit. It's here. like Pandora's then box. I, I put parsley in it too, just mix it up and just grinded it and then the, t- the tomato soup was everything. I was just dipping in tomatoes and I became addicted. I yeah. ate that shit for seven days straight. Like, just, like, what are you eating tonight? Grilled cheese? Yeah. Tomato soup? Tomato soup again? That's all I'm doing. Bro, I was thinking about that shit on the way home from work today. I was like, damn, 
I know Benny made a far ass grilled cheese the other day. <laughs> I need to do the same thing. You got me wanting grilled cheese now. <laughs> well, well, well. Look who's here. Look who's tardy to the party. It's Marty. Let me give him his proper intro. Marty. The eye in the sky that make everybody look fly is Martel Marty. Clap it up for Marty and his tardiness. <laughs> we love him. Make the gang, he made money. Hey, hey, and that's why I'm not mad at you. <laughs> it's like, my guy's making these, got bills to pay. Yeah, but that that tomato soup, uh, that was my first soup. I, well, outside of the chili, I don't know if you count that as a soup. But, yeah, yeah. Soups, but like, and chilies. The tomato, I, I, it was better than I thought it would be. Because I, I, I've i never been a big tomato soup eater. But, the because my mom, she, I think she had, it was like, why is it orange? I'm like, <laughs> That's wild. That's like, you'll see. Like, you know what I'm saying? You'll see. It, 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 I, I asked myself the same question when I was making. I was like, tomato soup, I know it's always been red, but it's then red. it's out of a fucking can, so exactly. I don't know any better. Like, you know, like, the fuck? And then I was like, wow, this is very flavorful. Anytime I just walk away and you smell your house, and I'm like, yeah, I got something going. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you have to use the word robust. <laughs> Robust. You're having a good day. Yeah, like yeah. you're doing good. You're doing. You either made something good or you had a good day. What's What's your favorite Thai dish? Um, I love cow soy. Mm-hmm. It's like a a curry noodle soup, and it's got like cooked noodles inside and like crunchy noodles on top. And it's very. It's got all those flavors, right? Like the sweet, the sour, the spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like different textures. That That might be my favorite. Thai dish. I never, I never heard of it. Is it hard? Is it hard to make? I or? have made it before. I took, I you know, I did a shortcut though. Like I bought, you know, I didn't make like the the curry paste from scratch. Just okay. Bought that, and then it, after that, it's not that hard at all. You just need some coconut milk, some of those aromatics, like some lemongrass, and um, get some chicken and some noodles and cilantro on top. And it's not, it's not as, it's not as like intimidating as you might think it is. Mm. And you can get it at a, there's a lot of good cow soy place around here. Yeah, there is. Chow Ban um, has Chow really Ban delicious has fire. cow soy. Fork and Sticks in yes. the Loop on Del Mar has probably, in my opinion, the best in St. Louis. And it, mm. and like we're we like that like it's that sourness. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. any dish that can hit that sour note for like me is like just like. It's that flavor that, like, most things are always missing. Like, mm-hmm. And so that's why I like those ribs that y'all like so much. Like, the guava that I use has, it, like, it's a guava paste, right? Mm-hmm. And so in the guava paste, because I'm not harvesting guavas and, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> in, in the, yeah, right, right? Like, I'm like, damn, they made like, some extra guava <laughs> from the back. <laughs> <laughs> it's fresh guava. <laughs> but they put, like, hella, like, citric acid in there. And, like, that citric acid is just, like, what's on, like, the Sour Patch Kids, you know? what i mean and like that tang that you get in like the back of your mouth and everything like that's like that flavor that's like oftentimes missing in like dishes and so mm-hmm. like ribs we've eaten ribs a million times they're all they're they're sweet they're savory they're hot you know they got all the things they're spicy but like they're missing that one note and so like having that in there in my head is kind of like what makes the whole thing dance so well it's like that missing link that just like clinks everything together and like you want, like pot stickers you know the sauce that you dip the yep. pot stickers in? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. like steamed the fried the sauce is delicious yep. yeah i don't know if it's the same sauce everywhere, but it tastes like it. The shit is amazing. Yep. Like I, just, it's the bitterness. We was talking about this like when we, when we got at you guys' spot. Like, why do you think it's not too many 
barbecue spots like a Kansas City out in St. Louis. Because I think it, it's, it's, it's easy for us to compare yeah. your ribs a lot because there's not too many places we can eat it at. Yeah, I mean, I feel like when you do get ribs here, you get that a lot. Like Kansas City for me, I think I think baby back ribs. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know what I mean? Like not St. Louis style and like saucy and everything. And like I feel like that's what you get here. But I mean, like I feel like it's just like the whole uh, Kansas City got the gimmick thing going. Like we talking about. Like mm-hmm. it's just like they have claimed it as their own and like. It's, it's got an identity It's already. got national recognition, too, which I think is something. I think in so many ways, like, I'm not I'm not a native St. Louisan, so I come from, like, a, with a different perspective. And, like, I think St. Louis gets overlooked in so yeah. many ways. And I think this is just another example of that. Like, Kansas City has been told that they're a barbecue city and that they've got good yeah. barbecue. So they stuck I've, to that identity. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like St. Louis just hasn't seen maybe that, like, from the outside as much. And I think that, that that's a part of it. Because the people who I like, like, like respect like their opinions on like food they always have us number two yeah like, it's always Kansas City one look, look at all these lists St. Louis number two but and then people are like what like how like like you gotta come here like we have our own rib type like, yeah you know like it's, seriously it's, like we're somebody right like it's, yeah. it's a thing like yeah. not just on just food in general like we we have gyms man I think G- that I think that speaks to like St. Louis more than anything else, right? Yeah. Like, so our business is called Four City Barbecue. Four City is an old nickname for St. Louis. Like, 100-plus years ago, 1904 World's Fair time, when mm-hmm. we hosted it, we were the fourth largest city by population in the country. It was mm-hmm. New York, Chicago, Philadelphia, and then us. Like, we were on track to be L.A. right now. Do you know what I... Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, we we were commerce. We were everything. And then, like, train depots went to Chicago, and, like, they kind of got a big push. We got left in the dust, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's, like, kind of like that idea of, like... Kansas City has more name notoriety than St. Louis does now. Like, then it was all St. Louis. And mm-hmm. so, like, I feel like that's why Kansas City gets a leg up. That's why you hear Memphis and, like, even the Carolinas and, yeah, like, yeah, obviously yeah. Texas. Like, we just don't get the shout-out because, like, one, we don't have, like, a staunch identity like yeah. Kansas City has. And then mm-hmm. also, like, we just kind of fell out of relevance, St. Yeah. Louis. You I know what I mean? They're like, are they kind of close? Let's pick one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody's saying like, oh, we got North Carolina ribs and South Carolina yep. ribs. Right. Like Carolinas. It's and Carolinas. It's like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, then they just pick KC. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of people be like, what's in St. Louis? To be honest, yeah, that's I mean, so totally. And like, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to like poke at anybody, but like, it feels like the barbecue scene in St. Louis hasn't been refreshed in a couple decades. Very like, true. it feels like Kansas City has always kind of got some new things. Like, Kansas City has a lot of all wood barbecue places. Like, yeah. they're on the outskirts and stuff, but like, they have them. Like, like I said, we're the only ones doing it here, and so it feels like we just kind of got left in the dust a little bit, and we're just trying to like show. They're like, hey, yo, you know, there's, there's more to it than what we already know. I think there's room for that here, though. Like, and that's, like, part of, you know, the Four City identity. Like, Four City is, the name is from a time when, like, everyone saw St. Louis as great. And I feel like we don't get seen that way from the outside now. But, like, St. Louis loves St. Louis. That's, yeah. like, the number mm-hmm. one thing I've learned, like, moving here is, oh, like, yeah. we love ourselves. We, we support each other. Like, we're we're always proud of everything St. Louis. And so like, I feel like we see ourselves as great. We just don't have that like outward recognition. And so I just feel like there's so much, 
there's so much untapped potential in St. Louis, like in the barbecue scene, in in everything. And I think like we just we're just we're just hoping that we're just like the beginning yeah. of that and mm. not, you know, or that it's just a continuation. And like there's so many there's so much great new stuff happening in the industry right now. And we're like we're excited to be a part of that. And I hope it's it's not just like a a pop. Like I hope it's like a trend, you yeah. know? Yeah. I, I think it is. The Brenda Sauce is now. Yeah. 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 Right now. yeah. I hope. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm glad you brought up like the, the like the World Fair and everything. Take us back to when Fourth City was an idea and you got well, it was an idea, but you guys were kinda like mapping it out. How did that come about? Yeah, we were living in Seattle at the time. So, like, I'm from St. Charles. Uh, Erica and I met, like, long distance, and then she came and moved up to St. Charles, and then I was working I was working for Boeing at the time and, like, just really didn't, like, Missouri and St. Charles was looking for a move, and uh, it was pretty easy to, like, take a job out in Seattle with them. So took mm-hmm. a job, moved out there, and uh, that was when we I really started, like, getting into barbecue like she had gotten me that new grill once she was like hey yo my dad was my dad's better than you so (laughs) (laughs) and so like i started practicing and uh it just kind of became like a passion project like a hobby and we would eat a lot of food and stuff and then like time was going on and seattle was fun but we were really having trouble like creating community like Mm -hmm. that's kind of the one thing that we always wanted was just community in every aspect with friends food just like culture like music like all of it and like it was weird how like we were just like everybody in Seattle but like nobody wanted to do anything with us I think that's like a story I've heard from other people about like you know like you know you've heard people say like you gotta like lose something to learn how much you love it I feel Mm -hmm. like leaving St. Louis like the St. Louis area for us like really made us realize like how much we missed it and how much we what we liked about it and like you know so kind of like when the pandemic started we'd already been kind of thinking about like coming back and that w- that really like kicked it into high gear for us yeah and we, we were planning on moving back and we had kind of already settled on the idea of like you know what like man we would just like watch tv shows of see people who own restaurants we're like man if that guy owns a restaurant yeah. like <laughs> come on like man. we're smart people and so like we decided to move back uh and give it a shot because seattle actually already had like four or five allwood barbecue things mm-hmm. and it was clear that st louis didn't have any so there was a market to be tapped mm-hmm. uh and so uh, then the pandemic hit and you know that set us back uh, some months but we ended up getting back here eventually and then it was like cool like we made this move back here for this and so it was like we got to put all our eggs in the basket so uh, I quit my job my corporate job and got a job at uh, a restaurant because I knew that like I can't just go into this like I don't know enough I was like one of us needs to get like, more restaurant experience like how does a restaurant <laughs> run from the inside like yeah. I worked at Bob Evans when I was in high school best damn dishwasher they've ever seen but like <laughs> aside from that like so I went and uh, I started working in restaurants and did that for like two years and um, I ended up working like a small barbecue restaurant too because I kind of learned how to run a restaurant and then I needed to know how to like run a barbecue restaurant mm-hmm. i learned so much from the people of st louis like all the industry folk like really kind like i just kept calling it like a case study because oh, like so you kind of, you enrolled in school yeah it was yeah, it was class. like and it was like 
it was like one of those things where like after I get home, like I'm just like a like a minimum wage guy, but then it's like no, like you're learning other things. It was kind of always that level set yeah. of like you're not just you don't just like go like out back after work and hang out, you know, like you're doing this for a reason. And um, kind of kept going, and then um, all the while since it kept getting closer and closer and closer, like you know, I was focusing on the things that needed to focus on, like the brisket. Like mm-hmm. how do I make that brisket the best? What are the techniques? I really spent most time on the brisket over everything but in the meantime like I had all these brisket trimmings so I was like how do I make sausage so mm. taught myself how to like stuff smoke and everything sauce like grind sausages and so it was kind of just like this like slow roll of like cool we're gonna do this one day we're in the path to doing it and it's always just been one step at a time mm. and that's been good for us as like a business model I feel like a lot of restaurants and like food and service industry folk it's just like the classic model is Take out a big loan, get a bunch of money, do the whole thing, spend a shit ton, and hope in five years that you make some money back and are profitable. And, like, that's why restaurants close left and right around you is, like, the game is set up against you. So Even when they're experienced, people— Yeah. You know, so I think, yeah, not having that background, like, we've really wanted to be really intentional about every step we're taking. So, yeah, it was kind of just, like, a long play all up until that point. Um, We started the business, uh, like, maybe October last year. 2022. 2022. 2022. And it was uh, on Instagram doing barbecue boxes. Like, I know you all Mm -hmm. know Nick, Nicky Slices, and, like, we love him, and I met him when I was working at the, the restaurant that I had quit Boeing to work at and he came through and I was like, yo dude, like we love your stuff. We love the idea that you have. Like, could we talk to you? And so like we just linked up with him and like kind of like picked his brain a little bit and we're like, you know what? I think we can maybe make this work for barbecue because like that was a cool thing about the pandemic is like it just changed everything. Like yeah, yeah, it rewrote yeah, the rules. Yeah. Like all of a sudden like you could do takeout and like pick up and like that's just delivery. Yeah. I mean like and just making money, you know what I mean? So people were more willing to like adapt to that kind of model after the yeah. pandemic. Like I don't know if like the model of like selling pizzas or barbecue yep. boxes on Instagram like would have worked Hell. you know before 2020 be it's, like, it's weird it was, yeah it's weird like, but what? now it's like normal and like it's amazing so, actually wait, you mean tell me I can get my food and I have to talk to anyone <laughs> exactly <laughs> right yeah, yeah, like, leave it at the door man yeah like oh yeah Nobody come in was getting their food their McDonald's delivered before they right or, McDonald's like, you just one, pull up like oh we got up. to do it on the app like <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, shit exactly. like, <laughs> yo I got a free fry yeah it's crazy I lived in Seattle for a year oh nice I started kindergarten Seattle and it was it's crazy my dad worked for Boeing at the time it was called McDonald Douglas we, was, we lived here we had to move to Seattle because he moved there to work there yep so it, it yeah I, I don't remember I remember a little bit about Seattle but like it, it's it's definitely is one of those cities where it, it you don't feel yeah like the community like you do back in St. Louis yeah you, and I, it could be a size thing. Like, St. Louis is super clicky, like, for better, for worse. Like, it's one of the things I love about St. Louis. It's mm. also one of the things that bites St. Louis in the ass a lot of times. Like, it's cool because that community aspect is there of, like, the, the clickiness, you know? Like, you got mm. this group, that group. They kind of overlap. 
But then, like, the downside of it is, is, like, sometimes, like, things are so inclusive that they're exclusive for other people. You know what I mean? And it's, like, you're just, like, you're the problem that you're trying to eradicate all of a sudden. And, like, I think it's just the size of it, you know? Like, you're one degree from everybody here. Like, you know someone. Like, I guarantee we all know the same person that we haven't talked about yet. You know what I mean? Like, I will say, though, that, like, the community has been, like, super, like welcoming to us and like it's it's been really incredible like we we've met so many cool people in the industry and people are so willing to help like if they can like you know we've gotten equipment from folks we've gotten advice like you know people willing to do collabs with us like you know when we were just selling shit on instagram Mm. and so like i think that has helped us a lot too and like that's something that you know it's harder to get in bigger cities like Mm -hmm. st louis is is open i think to helping helping you know other businesses grow yeah so that that brings me to ask if like the location just makes sense for you know the whole story being on cherokee was that always like prime location for y'all like yes and no like we live on cherokee actually and so like we love that neighborhood like it is our neighborhood those are our people like we love everything about it like from like a business aspect like you know cherokee can be difficult for people to travel to like Mm. even city people you know what i mean aren't willing to go there let alone county people and like you know from a business aspect like we definitely want to like scoop up the majority of demographics and and so but like at the end of the day like we're just not there yet and so the an opportunity just came up at the bar we were like kind of selling the boxes we're kind of slow like tailing off at the like winter last year at the end of it and um it was you know we we're just looking for a move the bar said they were looking for uh the fortune teller bar the bar that's yeah that's <laughs> where we're located yeah. <laughs> i was about to ask like 20, how'd that come into 26, play 2635 cherokee street no <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah they, they were just looking for somebody they had a guy in there doing actually vegan barbecue mm. uh which uh, i hadn't had had heard was really good he was doing like jackfruit and like kind of like vegan burgers and stuff um and uh, but the bar actually hadn't been open. They were going through an ownership change, okay. and so through that, like they had a liquor license change, so they were closed for like eight months. So he was selling food in there uh, when they weren't open. And um, you know, one thing or another, like once they did open up, uh, he wasn't able to continue. And we just saw it on Instagram, like, hey, if anybody's looking for an opportunity, reach out. And so, you know, it was, I remember, like, I sent it to Erica, and I was like, yo, should we do this? And, like, she was definitely, like, hesitant on it. I think I sent it to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did send it to me. You did. You did. But I was hesitant. But you were hesitant, and I was like. I just wasn't sure if we were ready, you know, but, like, sometimes you just have to take the leap, even if you're not Mm -hmm. quite ready. Yeah. Um, And I think it's it's worked out really well for us so far. We're, We're enjoying it there. We like being in the Fortune Teller Bar. We like being on Cherokee Street. I don't know if Cherokee Street's going to be a forever spot for us as much as we'd love it to be. Um, But, you know... We, yeah, we, we, we like it there a lot. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice if we could, like, really put down some roots there because, like, we want to be a part of, some, like, like that. Like, it just kind of fits our, like, ethos. Like, it's grassroots, it's gritty, it's, like, tenacious, it's artsy. Like, 
And that's just kind of like how we feel our barbecue and our personality is. But yeah, I mean, like we're just open to opportunities. You know what I mean? Like it's called Four City Barbecue, so we we can't be in the county somewhere. It's gotta be. It's not Fourth <laughs> County <laughs> Barbecue. <laughs> so, but can't change the name. That's but, no deal. No, I mean, like we really do see some longevity uh, at the Fortune Teller Bar as we kind of get our feet under mm-hmm. us and just try to like really. And then at the being at the farmers market this season is gonna be clutch as well because like so many more people are gonna know about us. Yeah. Oh, uh, the Tower Grove Farmers Market. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sweet. Yeah, See yeah. you there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get some breakfast barbecue sandwiches. Breakfast barbecue sandwiches. Yeah. Do Do y'all remember like you guys like first day? Was it like first day of school? First day of like a job? We uh, got to the Fortune Teller Bar. Oh yeah! Oh my There's god! There's actually yeah. a picture of us. The bar owner Ryan took of like a like a Polaroid or whatever, and it's hanging on. Our fridge door in the back, so... I remember yeah. my hands, like, I, I couldn't grab something without it slipping out of my hands because they were just, like, wet with sweat. Like, my palms were so sweaty. It's I was so nervous. nervous. <laughs> like, we just, like, told all these people to come out and, like, to eat our food and for the first time, and we're like, man, I don't know if they're going to like it, <laughs> It but. was, I think, the most surreal thing, like, as, like, a home cook and, like, not a professional was, like, seeing people I don't know sitting yeah. out there eating food that, like, I made, you know? Like, mm. it was weird. Like, you know, you see your friends eating your food or your right. family, but, like, to see, like, strangers and, and liking it, like, that was a really cool feeling. Because I'm quick to be like, hey, whoever made this need to go home. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, you, just, you say whatever when you don't know somebody. Yep, right, exactly. You, know, you go to somebody's house, you just kind of like, all right, I'll just eat this later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's push that Let's see what it does. Yeah. Yeah. Just to I mean, be nice. any recipes, it was just like, mmm. Like, nah, this, yeah. this, this, not it. Yeah, yeah, I can't do that. I can't do that. Yeah, I mean, we've definitely, like, had to workshop some stuff. Um, yeah, I Not mean, everything works, and things. most things don't work on the first tries. So. No, and, like, I'm, I'm not a chef, and, like, I definitely think about things more, like, scientifically than, like, chef-y or, like, artistically. Like, I really do feel like I'm a good equal left brain, right brain, but certain parts okay. take over in certain times. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, like the pickles recipe, like, that's my recipe. I made that recipe <sighs> upwards to 50 times before I got so it. Or exactly. Like, I, I've never eaten pickles with my ribs. Yeah. I had it with different meats and barbecue, especially, like, brisket and stuff. Cause exactly. They be, they be dry. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. With the ribs and the... the yeah, that was crazy. And the, the, the pickle, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's, like, little things like that and, like, you know, like, I don't know if Sugar Fire took that many times to make it. I bet they did. But, I mean, like, I just feel that, like, those are the little things that, like, get you there. And, like, that's just how my brain takes to get there and, like, pretty unapologetic about it because, like, I know that I will get there eventually. So, like, yeah, we, we workshop stuff a lot to get it where it's at. And because, like, consistency is really important in your restaurant. Like, I want yeah. you guys to all come back and eat that food, and I want it to be exactly the same as what it was this time, like, last time you went. And so, like, you know, it's just, like, really important to, like, hit those notes every single time. Because I've hyped the shit out of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, we got to go. We got to go. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we appreciate Word that. Word of mouth is the best advertising because, like, you can you – can pay to put your you know your name somewhere which i mean is is worthwhile too but like just to hear it from someone you know like telling you to go somewhere like that's worth i did that at way work more. i was like yo guys like wednesday night i had the best ribs i've had in a long time <laughs> i'm like yo i had barbecue ass boots on eating just these ribs and i was just like and i told him like yo i was like 
check this name. Fourth City Barbecue. I'm watching the people just Google it. <laughs> nice. Like, oh, okay. Same Instagram post. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. I'm like, just get there. Just That's trust awesome. me. Thank and you. It, that was amazing. What 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 was something that you guys like tried, but didn't work? Oh, with, with, like whether it be like a recipe or like a, a, a tactic in, in the I, business. I got one. I I <laughs> I feel like sausages, like the sausages, like you can make anything into a sausage, mm-hmm. like like pancakes like you can make a pancake sure. sausage where you literally take crumbles of pancakes and put them in there there's chunks of pancakes like the sausage is a vessel to put flavor in is how i see it like the meat is just like a cushion around it you know what mm-hmm. i mean so like you can really put like whole things in there so i really like that idea of turning things into sausages and so we really like thai food and i workshopped a thai sausage for months and months and months and like it never came to fruition. Yeah, like, like rice noodles and shit in it. That would have actually been really cool for some texture. I was going more like, first I made my own curry paste, mm. and then, like, which took forever. You know, I was sourcing all these, like, weird, like, ingredients, like lime leaves and stuff. And hunting them down. Hunting them down, you yeah. know? Like, because not even the specialty <laughs> stores had them all. Exactly. And then, like, I did that, and I was like, oh, that's, like, strong, not a good texture. And then I was like, cool, so maybe I'll just use these ingredients. Anyway, I made it so many times, and, like, it just, I couldn't get the texture down. I couldn't get the flavor down because like we love Thai food so that was one that was a big miss for me he's a very harsh critic of of his own food um so it wasn't as bad as he says it was but it it wasn't great either you know (laughs) it's it's easy it's objective it it didn't make the cut I don't think so I think like I think he could have gotten it there but it was it's taken a while, you know. Yeah, it was one of those projects <laughs> that you guys. Yeah, couldn't. it was just too we'll, frustrating. We'll come back to that someday when we have, have more time. Never have that one Thai dish. Be like, mm, I can, I can make this. Yeah, I yeah. Can put this in a, in a case in. It's like because it, it's, all, like it's always like like a puzzle or two, a puzzle piece or two missing. Exactly, and then you that may get that puzzle piece somewhere down the line, like. Eureka! Yeah. That was it, and then you come back to it like, what the fuck? Yep. Like, because yeah. it's just gotta present itself to you. Like, if you're, right. if you get to a point where you're trying, like, you you're just like you're not in the zone to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like our guava rum barbecue sauce, like I just kept making and making and making, and like it wasn't right. It was way too sweet. Just didn't hit the marks. We kind of just abandoned it, and then like months and months later, it was actually after we opened the restaurant, I had some of the house sauce and some of the guava, and I just kind of mixed them together. And I was like, oh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. And so, like, you know, they kind of just presented itself to us kind of thing. It's like, bring those ribs immediately. Yeah, bro. <laughs> bring them here. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever thought of, like, having, like, like a sauce in, like, a jar and selling it? Or is that, is that something you guys kind of, like, no, don't No, do? it's a good idea. We, we certainly looked into it, too. And it's something that we, like, are going to do for the market, probably. <laughs> Uh, but it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, it's just us. We're really trying to just like hold on to the profits that we make so we can use them for like expansion and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, man, like I'll just bottle them up. It's, it's actually pretty, it's not too expensive, but like, it's not, it's not just like cheap, you know, these like distributors right. and wholesalers, they want their cut of everything. Yep. And then you're just sitting on like a thousand uh, things of house sauce and it's like it's okay cool yeah yeah, yeah. They, have, they have a shelf yeah. life so it's something we're gonna get into for sure and like I really wanna do the mustard sauce cause that's like everybody man, says that, that that's their favorite is, that was insane we do like pickled mustard seeds in that one like I'll take mustard seeds and mix it with honey and apple cider vinegar and water and just like simmer it for like an hour or so mm-hmm. and it takes those mustard seeds and then it makes them just like caviar like, I would they, say is that one ever so soft that, yeah they yeah. like pop in your mouth yeah. and like it's just I think texture is like good yeah, 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 that's yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. A good, oh. It's a good way of thinking about it. 
Yeah. So, like, yeah, we're, we're going to move that direction. I really want to get the honey butter in people's hands, too. Mm. Like, I mean, that is a crowd favorite. So, yeah, we're, we're going to kind of get to that point eventually. I will put that shit on my skin. Spoliate. <laughs> <laughs> like, like yeah. <laughs> Walk around smell like honey butter. honey butter. Like, ah. We had some customers tell us to they put it on their burger and they put it on a steak. And, like, that Ooh. just ripped my mind apart. I haven't had a chance to, like, toy with that. I but just like, made smash burgers. Though. Yeah, exactly. Oh my just God, like, that probably That sounds would. so good. Yep. Yeah. Right on top, sweet, savory. What about, like, on some steak tacos? Yep. I'm just holding <laughs> right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I've, been on like a, I've been on, like, this fucking cooking frenzy. To, like, last week, nah, I just went nuts. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, fuck it, I'm trying whatever. So I made like these tacos one night. It was fish tacos, and I don't fuck with coleslaw at all. Like I just, it's just yeah. never been. Yeah. Whether it's vinegar base or the creamy base, I, I just never fucked with it. But then I was just like, all right, what if I make it and just kind of, I don't know, put do what I do with it, and I put it on the tacos. I was just like, holy shit, like this and it like. I was about to make steak tacos, like, not this week, but, like, the week after. And that butter just sounds like, yeah, that that can be the coleslaw. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. That type shit. That'll like, take it, the place. Yeah. It, it's just... That sounds really good, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, yo, like, again, it, it comes like you were saying, it's like, with doing it, I was just kind of more, like, anxious of, like, dog, I don't have the patience. Yeah. And I just... I'm like, oh, what the fuck can I cook? Like, you know what I mean? I just know how to make Pop-Tarts. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, but now, like, I'm like, I'm spending, I'm looking at my bank statements. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm always in the grocery store. Like, it's just like, and I'm not mad at it. Like, it's just kind of like, all right. It's a good hot Because now, like, yeah, because once you get, because, again, I learned this from him. He, Mo would always tell me, like, yo, like, like I remember I said I hated peas. He broke down, like, the pea to me. Like he like I just hate it for the taste. Yeah. Like I was like, dog, like I it it makes me gag. He was like, dude, you know what like deviates from a pee? And he was just like breaking it down. Like he, he a fucking lab coat just a, appeared <laughs> on this man. And, like, if, if it's something I can nerd out about, it's 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 food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like and he I'm again the first time I ever tasted of his was some wings. And like I'm thinking they're about to be they were here. I didn't I knew we knew each other, but we weren't hanging. And Q had everybody come over and Mo made wings. And I'm eating these. I'm like, it's like, yo, like, who the fuck made these wings? Like, you know what I'm saying? And everyone's like, Mo did. Mo did. Him? Like, like, <laughs> I was like, what? And, and then everybody's like, yeah, like, Mo can cook. Like, like what the fuck? Never. And, and then again, when I seen him cutting vegetables, I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, like, all right, that that makes sense. But again, he basically broke down the fucking pee. And I was just like, I still don't fuck with him, but it made me appreciate like mm-hmm. every ingredient. So now like when I look at things on the back of stuff or if I go to like now I've I've adapted, I don't know, I guess like a Jedi mind trick <laughs> where if I go to like the spice aisle, like, huh, I know what that tastes like. That yeah. tastes like by memory now. Yeah, exactly. It's because it's like, all right. That should go with that. And it's, it's kind of like, again, it's like Tetris. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm building blocks. So when I say, hey, had the shorty over, I was like, yo, I'm about to make these these chili wings. Like, but it's going to be crispy, but just... And she's like, what? That, that doesn't make sense. I'm like, no, I, I got a feeling. It makes sense. So I'm just on the... I'm like, it's all going to be in the sauce. The chicken is the easy part. Yeah. Like, 
that's easy. It's all in the sauce and how I toss it. So I'm like, I'm making the sauce and everything in the again that smell. Like, oh, I got it. I got it. This no. is easy money. It's like you shoot the jumper. Steph Curry, I run down the court. Like I already know what's going in. Like, and of course, I'm winning. It, it's it's just, I'm so thankful that I'm now, because again, two years ago, a year ago, I couldn't appreciate your barbecue. I know what smoke rings are. Right. I know like the things about like, like the the tenderness of like a rib and yeah, everything. Yeah. Is is I'm talking about like YouTube University. I'm watching. I used to, I was obsessed with the Michelin chef videos. Mm-hmm. Like this is the life of a Michelin chef, and I'm like, yo, I can't do that presentation, but the the cooking part's not hard. I'm like, it's just like it's a lot of repetition. Yeah. And I watched a lot of barbecue videos, and I was just like, oh, so that's why I like that rib over this rib. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I started learning like the terms, and then that's when I that's where I learned like the smoke. Start there. Yeah. Like, learn how to manage the smoke. And then everything else would just fall in the, like the place, kind of. You kind of find your way. Absolutely, and that, that's amazing. It's amazing just seeing like you guys do what you do, and just understand it. It's it's, a di- it's one thing that if I didn't understand it and I'm just eating it. No, like, totally. Wow, this just tastes good. But then I was like, oh, I get the guava rum. I can taste it. I I know. I kind of get an idea of what they were thinking when they did this. Yeah, it's like when you like write a song like you see that song differently than every other person who hears that song because that's an amazing analogy. you you wrote that song right okay and we feel that way about the f- i see where you're coming from with the food because like like you it's just like it's a glimpse into somebody else's mind like and yeah. that's the funnest thing you know what i mean just to like just like the empathizing of just like how they got there like that's fascinating for me it sounds like for you too and like that's that's what's so you're communicating, right? Like yeah. you're communicating. Like we are on the same page. We haven't even said any words to each other, yeah. and like mm-hmm. that's what's so fun about it. It's like that community that's just being built on its own. Because it, it, it's all creativity. That's yeah. What, like it's, when I had those guava ribs, and like and we have anything that you've never had before. It's like wow, I'm literally tasting somebody's imagination. Nation. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I don't know however that sounds, but that's <laughs> <laughs> a wild statement, but it's true. Pause. Like, <laughs> I'm trying not to say it. It's but it's like, damn, somebody, this is somebody's thought. You're right, right. Like, like it's, it's an idea. Like, yeah. the idea of it, and it's like... There's okay. some art to it, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's like with yeah. any form of art, like if it's you know, music or painting or... Oh food like you can kind of see into the other person a little bit and like learn a little bit about them that is so uh, somebody asked me they was like so what's your artistry i'm not an artist like i don't I like I, I go to work and i hang out with my friends I like, I like to cook but that's it she was like that's art i was like <laughs> yep. oh shit mm-hmm. i'm an artist so i'm yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you know i'm sensitive about my shit yeah, yeah, like, it, it, it's all it's it's all creativity because yeah. again, I say this all: it's creativity in everything, like way the way you live your day to day life, cooking, art, music, whatever you do, even just business stuff. You mm-hmm. you you have to the people who usually get like promotions and shit. They're usually pretty creative people. Like they they now of course they do have some sort of like like what do I call it? I call them the suits. So like they're suits. But they have like a, a a little bit of creativity just to get them over the hump. You gotta play the game too. Yeah, yeah. You know how to play the you know how yeah. to play the game well. And he's like, all right, now's the time for me to add my creative idea to this because I've played the game enough yeah. to stay in it and not get like mm-hmm. fouled out or some yeah. shit. Yeah. And it's it, it's it's 
it's already hard to like start a business. I'm sure. Like, and I'm pretty sure you both kind of had the the balance. Like, all right, the creativity aspect in the business at the same time. Because yeah. he was like, yo, I can't get too great. We got it. bills to pay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> equally left brain, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so I got it. How, how do you guys, like, navigate that? I or, mean, or keep it to a point where it's just like, all right, it's manageable. You shit. I mean, we're still figuring that out for sure. But, <laughs> I mean, I mean, right. like, having the two of us is a lot. Like, because, like, we wear so many hats. And, like, Erica and I, like, as part of the reason why, like, we work so good together in a relationship is, like, we really fill in the gaps of one another. Like, mm. it's almost, like, eerie. Like, all the things that I can do, like, are things that she's not, like, really averse to. And, like, I cannot touch any of the social media stuff without just, like, it's not that I can't do it. It's just that, like, it's anxiety writing for me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just, like, Oh, I gotta get this out this doesn't write and like for me like it's kind of like the perfectionist comes out where it's like ah take it again take it again take it again like yeah. mm-hmm. I, I used to play music and like I would do it like um, I had like a loop pedal and kind of do it like kind of like or uh, analog instead of like software with like Ableton and stuff and like mm-hmm. I would do 30 takes on like one line it was just like obsessive you know and like I couldn't get it perfect and so like Erica's a lot better of just like no that was good enough like everything around it's gonna fill in the space you know what I mean mm. and so like it's kind of like we fill in our gaps really it is, good there it's almost like yeah it's we got lucky I guess it's very natural like a lot of the things that like I'm good at like he's not good at and like the things it's it's yeah it it balances we balance each other out a lot so but you was putting live drums on the you was Anderson packing yeah yeah essentially (laughs) essentially yeah 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 yeah, but uh, but not as good as Anderson that's for sure But, yeah, we, we really, like, just bounce well off each other. I feel like we both have, like, a really strong, like, palate and understanding of flavors like you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, that idea of, like, you see these ingredients, you know they go together. And then, mm-hmm. like, not only that, like, you know the ratio in your head. Yeah. Oh, like, you yeah. know that, yep. like, cumin is a strong flavor. <laughs> yep. You don't want to put as much <laughs> of the chili powder. You yep. know what I mean? And, like, this is those little things that start to show. that, And, like, that's just the fun of it. Like, I feel like even when we started the restaurant back in summer, like, Man, like, I hated, like, seasoning things to taste because I was anxious about it. I was like, man, I don't want to make this too salty. I don't want to make this not seasoned enough. And, like, now, like, it's just, it's just like, you just do it enough, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, I can see a big pot of something and know, like, volume-based wise. And, like, these are things that are just, like, kind of innate to mm-hmm. chefs, I feel like. Yeah. But, like, not being a chef, just kind of teaching it to ourselves. Like, I feel like those are just re- revelations for us. So, like, and, like, those are, like, our tools and our tool belt that, like just make us feel more confident and like less like imposter because like having not done anything in food up to this point that imposter syndrome is like real you know what i mean did you have that immediately or it was it something over time that you was like yo this feels yeah i mean strange it it definitely was immediate and lasted like she said when we saw people we didn't know eating our food like that's a that's a weird one you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it's one thing to have like somebody you don't know like listening to music or something like that but the food is different because like taste is subjective like Mm. like i mean so is music i guess you know what i mean but like food is like people have opinions you know what i mean and like all you want to do is make them happy not not mad or sad and so like it's just like it's daunting but uh yeah I i feel like we navigate it really well together and then like you know the business side of thing like it like it it comes naturally to I was gonna me say a bit. for me it feels almost like double imposter syndrome, like the business owner and like the the kitchen person. Mm-hmm. Like both of those things are really foreign, but um I mean 
other people do it. Like, you yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's like, this guy's doing it. Like, we yeah. can do it. Right. Like, right. And like, like, you say, I know if he can have a good restaurant, yeah, exactly. I know I can. Yeah. Smarter than it's him. just, like, <laughs> relative. Like, I mean, and, like, things like that are good to bolster yourself up because, yeah. like, we're all capable of everything. You just got to do it yeah. sometimes. Ooh, I like that. I like that. You just got to try and, and just go for it, even though it's uncomfortable, which is hard for me. Yeah, I to think accept. that could have been another reason why like in Seattle we felt like that kind of lack of success, lack of community. So we maybe didn't put ourselves out there as much as we could have. But like with this project, like it's just laying everything on the line and I feel like, you know, well, that's what it takes to get good results and that's what it takes to get good feedback. And honestly like failing forward has kind of just been like our motto through the whole thing. Like mm. you're going to make a mistake. It's yep. going to be bad. Like growth isn't linear by any means, but like just remembering that has been helpful and then like you know like just the good responses is like it's like these conversations like it's so much it's our fuel like that fuel is so much more than like the negative feelings that we feel so like it just feels like it's moving in a good direction then you guys got the consistency on top of that where you you keep doing it like it's it's again like we we have uh we live in a world where everybody wants things fast. Yeah. And it's just like, and I, that, that was my problem. Like, yo, if I'm not good at cooking quick, then I'm just not going to give a shit yeah. anymore. But then it was just like, no, nah, all right, this sucks. I know it sucks. And I'm glad I'm. it's only being made for me. Yeah. So, like, it's like I, I can take this. But then, but then, yeah. it's, but then <laughs> for some reason, it's just like this, um, like, competitive nature in myself. Like, I yes. can do way better than this yeah. if I just, like, really, like, hone in on it. And see, my, my, my end goal is pizza. Oh. And shout out to Franco. Like, um, <laughs> he, he, I mentioned when I, when I first started, like, all right, I'm going to learn, how, I'm going to teach myself how to cook. I was like, but my end goal is pizza. He hit me up, like, immediately. He was just like, hey, whenever you're ready, like, come through. We going to teach you everything. I'm like, oh yeah, a fucking Italian. All right, yeah. I'm on the right. I'm a, I'm, I'm a made man. Like I'm, I'm a, so, I'm a soldier right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm a soldier. I'm working my way up to a capo. So, so I'm like, I told him like, hey man, I'm a, I want to learn all like the regular foods that I think I like to eat on the day to day first. Yeah, and then when I'm ready, then we we gonna talk because you just got a house. So I was like, oh yeah, give me about a month, and then I'm just gonna be. All in on just pizza only. Yeah. Like I'm again I'm gonna be Papa John's 50 pizzas a night. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like sweating and everything. Like, where's Benny been? <laughs> I just got a new pizza oven. Like I, I never left the house in eight days. Like I, I'm good. I've been trying sauce all day. That, that, Cause I'm, I'm a pizza fanatic. That's my well, tacos and that is my favorite food. Okay. And I was like, all right, I I, I get intimidated by the dough. Mm-hmm. And just again, those videos of YouTube University, and I'm watching like real deal. Just I'm talking about like gods in the pizza industry. Yeah, and I'm seeing them do the dough, and I'm just like, oh my god, man, do I have it in me? Like you know, yeah. and but now the more I cook, the more I'm like, I want that. Yeah, I want that feeling to be like, I I got it. Like I finally got it, and I could present it to people. Yep, and like, all right, cool, and then I can go back to normal, be a normal human being. No more pizzas. I can start eating, okay. eat spaghettios. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't, don't miss out. Don't sleep. Don't sleep on spaghettios. They're in my cabinet right now. <laughs> I might have some after we leave here. <laughs> little Franks, you be good. Yeah, we got a little sausage in there. We can do some, do some things. Like make some things happen. As far as like, like the um, cause you do. You said you did music. 
corporate job. <laughs> yeah. And you were just cooking or you had other creative yeah, interests as well? Job. Corporate job. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, we both, we met actually writing poetry. We both like to write. See, that was my, my, after, you said y'all met long distance. I yeah. was like, so what was it that, like, linked Yeah. Y'all? Poems through DMs? Kinda. There was this website. It's called Hello Poetry, and it was just like a forum where like I would post my po- my poems. Marty, do you have a profile on there? Two accounts. But yeah, yeah, like uh, she was on there too, and like uh, she liked one of my poems like this person you know and like a lot of times when I would get likes I would go read the, that person's poems because mm-hmm. the community we're just trying to like feel each other out and I was reading her poems and I was like oh damn like she's got some stuff going on in her head like and it felt very similar <laughs> to mine you know like just like deep like thoughts of just like introspective and like um, he sent me a message on there using a lot of big words trying to impress me I, they're like words that I've yeah. literally never uttered <laughs> in real life, but I was like, yo, we're on this poetry website. I want to make her think I'm really smart and stuff. And like, remember that fucking scene of 40 year old Virgil with yeah, Kevin yeah. Hart? He said, he said, you use a lot of big words. I'm going to take it as disrespect. <laughs> Watch your mouth Watch and your, just make the sale. Watch your mouth. <laughs> I'm going to take that as disrespect. I love that movie. It's my favorite movie ever. I know that scene very well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was how we met. And like, and, you know, we messaged on we messaged like we text for a month right like mm-hmm. get to know each other and then uh then we started talking on the phone for a month we're taking it real slow i think after like week two i was like i want to marry you like i want to meet you <laughs> sounds like me yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she was like i want to make sure that you're not a killer or a catfish <laughs> so let's take this nice and slow and so then on month three we graduated to skype because like skype was hot okay. you know mm-hmm. facetime wasn't around yet as mm-hmm. much so we skyped and then so that was in february and then we came up with this agreement that we would meet in uh, a middle ground in July. So mm. it was like, we're three months in at that point, got three months to go, two months to go, and we ended up picking Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, kind of well, like... Kind of. We picked Gatlinburg uh, as like, we rented a cabin in the Smoky Mountains. You know what I mean? Okay. And, but we flew, Don't do this at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> this is not recommended to our kids in, in the future, <laughs> any kids, but... We uh, met at the Knoxville airport, and so, like, you know, we've been talking to each other for five and a half months, like, we know each never, other, we, we but seen never each other, seen each other. Like, yeah. I mean, we're talking, like, we're infatuated. Like, we talk, like, hours every day, you know? We've seen each other, yeah, over Skype, but never mm-hmm. never yeah, touched, yeah, never yeah. in person, like, yeah. And then we just had, like, a movie scene uh, where we, like, saw each other from afar in the airport and, like, ran up and kissed. Our- oh, we kissed, like, I, cl- I clanked my tooth on her, I'll never forget <laughs> that, like. <laughs> that was yeah. our first kiss, despite all of these. <laughs> these warning signs. Yep, we made it. And then, and so that was the beginning. Then we did like long distance for a bit, and then she moved up to St. Charles, and then kind of we went from there to Seattle and everything. Was, was that? I, I know that was an easy decision for you because you're like, all right, this is the love of my life. But like, where you kind, what, what was your feeling like? To, yeah, I to mean, move? you know, I I I was ready to get out of Florida. I I felt like I wanted to move on to somewhere else. You know, I didn't. I didn't dream of moving to St. Charles, Yo, Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't necessarily, but wow. I was, I was kind right. of just like up and ready for anything. And that's kind of how we ended up in Seattle too, was just, that was kind of always someplace that he'd been really fascinated by. And I was like, 
cool. Sounds sounds interesting. Let's yeah. try it. So the first time we ever, first time I ever went to Seattle was when we were driving there, like moving with mm. our wow. all of our shit in the back and our three cats. And our three cats. <laughs> Thirty hour drive with three cats. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. It all led us here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we got so like so we 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 really think of ourselves as like artsy, but also like like I said, left brain, right brain, like a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and I think that the creativity, like you were talking about, like is so important in just literally anything that you do, because like especially food or music or anything, but like that's that's like the survival to life, like survival mode. If you're not if you're not creative in something. It's just not going to feel right, man. It's, it's just, hollow. Like, for yeah. me, it's hollow. You know, and, like, that was that feeling that I had in Seattle, like, lack of community. It's just I felt hollow because I wasn't – I need output. Like, you know what I mm. mean? Like, Tyler, the creator, like, he gets that because he creates. Like, I identify with just that I just need to create things. You yeah, know like, I, mean? I, don't, I don't give a fuck. Like, how, how did it <laughs> – Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have to do something creative. Like, yeah. Something. It, you, you feel like you're not living your best version of yourself. You feel... It's just depressing, honestly. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I try to do normal things. Like, all right, let me let me just work and then binge watch something. And then I just can't. Like, my brain isn't wired for it. So, I, like, I end up writing something. Yeah. Or I end up, like... Um, Going back to like music or just, oh, yeah, I'm never putting this out, but I need to do this because I can't sit here and just yeah. Well, because it's, it's kind, I kind of compare it to someone who can't stay in the house. Yeah, my brain can't stay in one spot. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it, it's, it's like it's like you're like extroverted, but like you're like extroverted from yourself, like to yourself from yourself. Right. Like you gotta be like you can't just be with yourself. You have to be doing something with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that. Well, the other day I was, I was like, yo, like, I was binge watching Griselda on Netflix, and it was only six episodes. Anything with drugs and cartels, sign me up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm like, yo, I'm about to watch all this shit. And but it took me a while to get through it because I was like, all right, let me go write something or mm-hmm. like do cook or prep or do something like creative to kind of like, I don't know. I just feel weird just sitting yeah. just watching it straight through. Good series, by the way. Okay. Um, I, 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 I recommend. It's only six episodes. Is Charles Crosby in there? Who is that? The, the the black guy. No, this is before that. What? Yeah, so this is her. This, this is her upbringing, like how she she got the she took a lot of L's. Okay. And then like. So this is before she was Black Widow. She which husband is she on in the show? <sighs> she is the first one. The 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 first one to begin with, then the second one. And then, she went through like what, at least three before she met Charles. She, yeah, she went through the first dude. He's still alive, right? Yes. Yeah. He went through the first guy. Hey. He went through the first guy. Then it was the second guy who is the the father of Michael Corleone. Yeah. And then, I think Charles Crosby's the third. Yeah. So yeah, so you see the first two. Okay. In the series, and then. Season two gonna be lit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a. It's a. It's a wild. Anything, it's, 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 it's strange. We love crack culture. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Like, we love yeah. cocaine. Like, like, yeah. Apparently, our, our, again, our parents didn't like weed. Yeah. So they, they wanted us away from weed, so we turned to crack culture. Like, this is what we did. No, I, it's funny how you watch these shows. Like, I, again, like, we was talking about it at work, and uh, a co-worker was like, we were talking about Breaking Bad, and... He's like, I, I, I stopped after episode two. The shit was boring. And I'm like, yo, it's about the cartel. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah. Like, it's about the cartel. Keep watching it. And he's like, 
I'm like, no, I'll do you better. He ever seen Narcos? He's like, no, watch what? Narcos. <laughs> watch. He's like on episode eight. This was like two days ago. And he's like, yeah. So how does he like cartel content, but never? No, he he cartel. never he never he never he didn't like Breaking Bad at all. Yeah. But I, I was the one that told him like, hey, this is about Part the cartel. Okay. And he was like, really? I'm like, yeah, like it's about that. It, it's fucked up that we're interested in that shit. These motherfuckers was murdering everything yeah. moving. <laughs> like, babies, anything. Yeah, like, that. that's crazy, right? But it's just... They, they they do so well at making them, like, sympathetic figures. Why the fuck yes. do I care about Pablo Escobar? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> this dude, he's a... Burn in hell. Yep. Like, but they please. humanized the shit out of him. And, like, like, because he was he was, he was was basically supporting the whole country financially himself. He would yeah. walk through the neighborhood and give out money. Yep. Yeah, and like, that, that is... And then he murder an infant in a... Just like yeah, that. Yeah, heartbeat. Like... No, no thought involved. Yeah, that's when I was just like, yo, this motherfucker. I hope he's deep frying, like sizzling, well done steak. Like, it's well, like yeah, he's the well done. I'll take that one. Well done. <laughs> well done steak for that. Same, same with Griselda. I, you, you kind of see that. Like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? But it, it's, it's, it was that time because this was like pre crack. Cocaine was big. Yeah. And you kinda you I can imagine coming into all that money. Just and it, it is so e well, you gotta be kind of ruthless, but it's yeah. just like easy. It's yo, if I'm just a, a psycho, oh, I gotta work, I got a path that I could be on. These people just having broad day shootings and yep. I'm just like, what? Now you're two damn. None. Yeah. Zero. Crazy. That Charles Crosby shit's crazy. Because, like, yo, he was basically slinging dick for bricks. <laughs> like, no, who, what man, he, um, uh, a guy in Oakland, Cal- people don't know who Charles Crosby is. All right, Charles Crosby is a black man from Oakland, California. Yeah. He was a small-time drug dealer in his neighborhood. He's seen that Griselda Blanco was getting transported to a different prison. By this time, I think Griselda was locked up for about, like, seven to maybe ten years already mm-hmm. and she was getting transferred it was on the news he sees her on the news and was like yeah I'm gonna write her a love letter I need and, the plug. and he was like yo I, <laughs> I like you I, I adore you you're amazing you're like an idol to me she actually writes him back and you know they become it's the long distance thing <laughs> like it becomes a long distance like relationship Correct. and she <laughs> Yeah, cracked. Over, they had cracking comments. Yeah, so <laughs> something. So he, he, he visits her for the first time in prison. She basically has to pay thirteen hundred dollars for them to have sex in this room. <laughs> so every time he visits, it's thirteen hundred. Like, and he was visiting nonstop. So after a while, he goes back home, and he tells her like what he does. This and then the third. She becomes his plug, and just like he floods the neighborhood, he's just the guy. He he, see, he's a yo hundred kilos just yeah. popped up mm-hmm. at my spot, and of course, when you have a woman in jail, you're gonna explore outside of her. So that's what Charles does. He has multiple women in his life, and of course, she tries to kill this man. <laughs> so like, oh, yeah. and she it's just a tumultuous. She yeah, she was just like, "I warned you, I don't care." And again, she got the name the Black Widow because every 
man that has mm. been in love with her has died. Mm. Like, or, or murdered. Been murdered. Right. Murdered. <laughs> like, they have been murdered gruesomely. And he was the only survivor. Like, he, he survived everything. And, like, that, that I don't know, he... He was slanging dick for bricks, <laughs> and I, that's that's a that's wild to think about. And I wouldn't think about cheating on a fucking drug lord. <laughs> right? I'm like, I'm staying put. I'm like, yo, like I I wouldn't even ask for permission. Like, hey, like, hey, I'm good. Hey, she look kind of good, Godmother. Can you, you give me a little hall pass? You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't even think to ask it. Like, I ain't leaving the house. <laughs> right? He's like, I'm staying put. I got my I got my runners. Hey, did y'all make y'all quota? Okay, good. Let me get back to watching Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> I live to see the other day. All right. I'm going to end it like this, y'all. I ask this to everybody. What would the younger you think about the present? The present people that is sitting in front of me right now. Even before y'all knew each other. What, what would they think of the two individuals who own 4th City Barbecue right now? I mean, I guess my first thought is I think she'd be surprised. Mm -hmm. I don't think this is necessarily where I thought I would end up, like, both in place and what I'm doing. But I think I'd be proud, you know? Like, I mean, I think what we're doing is is really cool and we're grinding and, you know, we're d doing so many things. And I, I don't know. I think I think I'd be proud, you know, just just surprised. It's like life doesn't always end up how you expect it, but, like, mm. maybe it ends up how it's supposed to be. Mm. Yeah. I mean, same, I like same thing. Like, I, I, he would feel very proud. Like, when I was working at Boeing, it was just, like, unfulfillment. Like, I went and did what every single person in my life told me to do. Go to school, get a good degree, get a good job, save for retirement, enjoy your weekends. And it's like mm. that it's level of... Yeah. Squidward! Squidward! <laughs> my fucking playing my goddamn music. Clarinet. Like, <laughs> clarinet is goddamn... And like, you know, the, the thing that they don't tell you about those corporate jobs is that every one of those corporate chairs has a hole in the bottom of it and it sucks your soul straight out of your asshole. And like, <laughs> Like, you, there's no way around it. I mean, it's for some people, but I like my soul in my body. And, like, for me, <laughs> like... Out my ass. Yeah. Out my ass, buddy. I, he'd be proud. Like, I, I, I'm living my life today with just no regrets. I die tomorrow. I'm fine with it. Like, and mm. I definitely don't think I felt that way then. So I'm just immensely proud that my life is in my own hands kind of thing. That's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Best damn ribs in the city. Yeah. Hands down. Put that on a shirt, I would wear it. Best <laughs> damn ribs yeah. in the city. Real merch. Oh, uh, drink Be Mighty Kind. <laughs> drink Mighty Kind. It's the good kind. Um, <laughs> go to BeMightyKind.com. You know, save on your purchase. I think they, well, by the time I get this episode, January will be over most likely. So, wait, when's the first? Thursday? You're right. So, by the time you hear this, uh, we'll be on the last day by the time you hear this uh, episode. Because I think they got like a half off on, on the site. But if not, use Polite, our promo code. Get, get some percent off and have a good time. I want to thank y'all for just coming through, drinking some nice Penelope with us. Hell yeah. Mixed with apple juice, gentleman's cut, some mighty kind. Oh, we got it all. Some good trees. You know what I'm saying? We are Polite Coolery. Four City Barbecue. Oh, tell them the location. 
Some, some location where yeah, you guys Yeah, yeah, Four City Barbecue. We're located inside of the Fortune Teller Bar, 2635 Cherokee Street. And social media site, uh, at... Yeah, we got Instagram at... at Four City BBQ. Okay. Get there. Get the guava ribs. <laughs> get the guava ribs. Your soul will come back to your asshole if you eat it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>